Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Let's Netflix and Chill podcast. I'm your host, Reese Chanson, and today we're looking at uh, the animation film from Netflix called uh, Sea Beast, Sea Monster, The Sea Beast, The Sea Monster. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's called The Sea Beast. So it's about uh, hunters, a bunch of hunters, a bunch of sea monsters, and a bunch of monsters. They're um, fighting each other, really. Because of um, survival, you could say that. So for 100 years, sea monsters have sort of surfaced, come to the earth, to the, the, the humankind's homes and wreaked havoc, apparently. Destroyed and kidnapped, and I mean, not kidnapped, killed, murder and stuff. So um, a bunch of sailors ventured into the sea and began hunting these monsters. And the monsters were afraid. So whenever they saw a ship, they knew they were going to be hunted. So they started hunting the ships themselves. So everyone was hunting everyone because of safety precautions. The hunters did it to protect their families back at home and to protect themselves. And the sea beasts did it to protect themselves from being killed because they're monsters, because they're beasts. But in hindsight, that was not really the case. So the, the whole process of this film, or the whole plan, or the whole landscape is to show us that you don't have to find fight thousand year walls or hundred year walls without knowing the actual reason you don't have to listen to people saying these things hurt us yeah maybe they did hurt you but what did you do to them for them to hurt you for every positive reaction there's a positive reaction for every negative there's a negative reaction so but if you do it's called karma so and this whole thing follows the life of uh uh captain crow and his crew in this ship called the the inevitable and they are the best pirate. No, I don't know. I keep saying pirate. They're the best sea monster crew in the world. And they are after this, uh, monster, this killer beast called the Red Bluster. Uh, well, the creature is in the cover of the whole film, though. They're after this creep beast because, uh, the Red Bluster actually hurt Captain Crow in, in his younger years. So he's after it for pride. And the, the royal family that employs or pays people or hunters whenever they come back with a bunch of horns i don't know what the royal family is using the horns for what are they using for it's making them really extremely wealthy and they're using these horns i don't know to buy what but whatever so this crew of the inevitable is it the inevitable or the invisible the inevitable yeah this crew um hunts down sea monsters anyway uh, before Jacob enters the scene, a future captain of this ship, who never becomes a captain, uh, is shipwrecked after a monster attacked his ship in his younger years, and he's adopted or taken in by this crew under the guidance of Captain Crow, and he becomes a crucial member of this crew, of this ship, and he becomes one of the best hunters to ever come. Anyway, while they're in their journey, they save, they encounter the Red Bluster. They were about to take or kill the Red Bluster and some one of the crews, because there's apparently this uh, pirate or hunting code. I, I don't know why I keep saying pirate, because they got pirate vibes, I'm sorry. Instead of hide, hunting uh, British or Spanish merchants and taking over their ships, they hunting monsters. It seems the same to me. I don't know. You be the judge of that. Anyway, um, 
So they save this old crew and they get destroyed by this little monster and they have to go back home. And where they find horrible news that the queen, king and queen has got his own hunting ship. And they want to, you know, cancel their services and stop paying hunters for hunting monsters. They want to hunt them themselves. That means they're trying to cut out the middleman. But they're, they're picking a crew of inexperienced men that get demolished by the red bluster when, when it sees them. But the strange thing is the red, the red bluster sees Jacob and this little girl that becomes stowaway in the ship uh, of uh, the in inevitable. Jacob finds her and sort of sort of takes her under his wing. They they both get swallowed up by this red bluster creature, and everyone is mad. The crew the crew of the pirate the, the hunter ship the inevitable. I'm stammering. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, uh, this is not, it's not flowing naturally for me. I don't know why. So this crew is in the hunt for the Red Bluster. The Red Bluster doesn't actually kill Jacob and Marcy. Uh, it saves them and they live with it for a while. It, they communicate with it. They understand it. And they learn that monsters never attack the humans. The humans attack the monsters. And the monsters defended themselves to the point where they never waited for an attack anymore. Whenever they saw the ship, they attacked it because they knew an attack was coming soon. So they protected themselves. And the humans protected themselves by attacking monsters and keeping them away from their shores. And, but instead of keeping them away, they went after them. They hunted them down, even in their own territory. So that makes it weird in that way. So Marcy and Jacob befriend the Red Bluster and it befriends them. And in the end, they defend the Red Bluster against the whole world. And they change the narrative on monsters. And I guess the need and purpose for monster hunters cease to exist. Of course, there's a few backlash. There's a back and forth. But I think you should check that out on yourself. I don't want to be the, the bearer of bad news and the spoiler of shit. All I have to say is it's an incredible, it's an incredible journey of uh, father versus son and daughter versus father family of three i guess uh being captain crow jacob and Marcy. it's a family a family of adopted children a blended family in that sense and it works in a way one man raises his son the way that he wants, the way that he was raised. His son gets a daughter, an adopted daughter in a way, and she changes him. She molds him into a man that could be, that does right things. That's the beauty of this film. It's the beauty of it. It really is. And you can only hope that they make more great films like this. You can only hope. So, yeah. This is an interesting tale. Really well done, Netflix. It's a really well done film. There's a lot of great action. There's cannons, there's spears, there's uh, ropes, there's... Uh, Hanging, gliding, swimming, diving, dying, screaming, laughing. A whole bunch of shit happens in this. So you should watch it.
It's a must-watch for everyone who's a huge anime fan, who's an action thriller fan, who loves boats, monsters, and pirates. They're, they're fucking pirates. I don't give a shit. They, they call themselves hunters. And I should not have said fuck because I want the kids to listen to this too. So I apologize. But I'll, I'll, I'll put a, an explicit sticker on it. Anyway, thank you for listening, folks. Let's hang out another time. Hope I didn't spoil it too much. I really hope I didn't do that. Because I have a problem with spoiling people's shit. Because I make people listen to shit and then I spoil it. I don't know why I do that.